Hi, welcome back to a a melanin podcast, a podcast where we talk pop culture from the lens of a Gen Z black girl and self-proclaimed pop culture expert. I'm your host, Tatiana Marie, and today we're going to catch up because it's been a while. So, so much has happened in the past four months since I've last posted, and I think it's best summarized in this tweet that I posted on our Instagram, so you should follow us at Papa Melanin Podcast on Instagram. Uh, it's from the user New Diary Entry on Twitter, so shout out to them, and it says the following. This is just for the month of April, I'll put into context. Taylor and Joe broke up, Sean and Camilla are smooching, Frank Ocean not performing at a festival that he is headlining in, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner reportedly dating, and Dylan Minnette in a possible throuple, and we are only halfway through the month. And I think that best describes what this year has been in pop culture. A heap a mess. And today, I want to cover it in this new sort of installment of every once in a while, I just want to catch up. Let's... Let's talk. Let's be besties for a second. I'm glad to be back on the podcast, Mike, and you also might be watching this via video. I am now doing video for the podcast as well. I'm super excited. I think it's a new way for me to be able to express myself. But also, if you're watching the video, you can notice that I'm still getting used to the formatting and getting used to things. So if you see me looking off, my monitor's different. Let me let me breathe. Let me learn. Let me let me embrace my inner wings. (laughs) So enough with all the ranting, let's break down the threes. So I want to break down three things that I think it's good to highlight that's still kind of evergreen. I'm recording this on Earth Day of 2023. Happy Earth Day, or as I like to think it about it, happy send it on day, which is could be a whole episode in itself of all the drama that happened with the send it on Disney Channel um, song from way back when but I want to talk about just some of the things that have happened in the past couple months and I think the overall themes of them you know in a comedic way like we always do so with that let's get into our first topic the first one we are going to discuss is leave celebrities alone now look (laughs) I'm saying this as especially we had like the top of the show tweet but I'm expressing this because there is, I think, a pattern that's been happening, especially in 2023. And I think a large part of it is, I wouldn't say just TikTok, because we got to stop blaming TikTok for everything, like every single um, senator has been in the past couple months. But I think we need to talk about the idea of this sort of us feeling entitled, not us, but like people feeling entitled to celebrities' personal lives. I think there are some things that like, of course, I think a big thing recently was Taylor Swift and her long-term boyfriend, Joe, breaking breaking up. Um, Allegedly, I think it happened. I think she confirmed it. I'm not sure. Um, But a lot of people, you know, expressing a lot of things about it. She did write a lot of songs about him. That's been confirmed. She wrote songs with him. So I see why people have an attachment to him. But at the end of the day, why they broke up and who they broke up is their business and not ours necessarily. Unless Taylor Swift comes out with like another song about it or expresses more 
herself or they expect the Joe Express more himself. It's not really of our business. And I say that as we go into a big topic which started in 2023, which is Selena Gomez versus Haley Bieber. I'm not going to get into the weeds of that situation too much because it's way too much. There are plenty of podcasts that spent dedicated episodes on this whole phenomenon. But to summarize it, if you don't know, basically there are allegations that Haley Bieber has like been sub like subtweeting or like slightly like bullying and making fun of Selena Gomez in various videos um I think some included the Jenners and the Kardashians so um that's been a thing and in turn you know the internet got upset about it um I think one particular example is that Selena Gomez went on TikTok she was active on TikTok towards the beginning of the year talking about something about her eyebrows being laminated like how she messed them up like she was honest she was like hey this is funny like some up Haley Bieber um then commented uh did like a TikTok talking about messed up eyebrows and everybody thought she was shading Selena etc etc it got a little bit too extreme it a lot of stuff about Haley Bieber coming out about being her being a, a former fan of Selena and Justin when they were in their relationship, even though she's lied about knowing Justin in the past. And I got to admit, those were pretty funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, I think she should take the approach of, and I think the 20 whatever podcast, if you don't listen to it, it's great, um, mentioned it. She just took the approach of Taylor of Taylor Lautner's now wife, who's also named Taylor, which I think is hilarious, of uh, being admitting to like, look, I liked you. Like I was a big fan of yours before it started. I was a big fan of Twilight. I was a big fan of Taylor Swift. You know, he famously also dated Taylor Swift. He has a thing for Taylors, which is <laughs> interesting. But I think that needs to be, you need to address it because if it comes out later, like it has with the Haley Bieber situation, it's weird now. Like, it's weird, but the internet took it too far, which the internet often does. And Haley Bieber suddenly became the most hated woman online for a bit. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be bullying because you shouldn't. And she shouldn't have posted the videos that she did. And maybe she should have admitted to being a fan of Justin and Selena's like herself. Um, and I hate that there's this continued narrative between Selena and Haley for like no reason at this point because it's been years I think at the end of the day we need to just let things go it got to the point where Haley was like at an event and people were screaming that they hate her and I don't think bullying or like online hate and like things like that should get to that point even as a celebrity we truly do not know what's going on in celebrities lives and I think us not um making TikTok conspiracy theories about it can get to a point where it feels like too much. Like this is, again, we wouldn't want somebody to be doing this with our lives and making conspiracies. So why are we doing it to people that do have a platform and they are entitled to certain things because they have that platform and certain things may not may be more public than they were for somebody who's average Joe like myself. Okay. I want to say I've average Joe. Stop. I need to stop. But I personally think that it's not, <laughs> we got to stop. <laughs> I want to wrap up this topic by also talking about a video that recently went up from Ariana Grande, where she went on TikTok and talked about how recently many have gone online and talked about her body and 
how she they feel like it's unhealthy and that she needs help and she had to basically go online and explain look the body that you guys loved and like thought was my most healthiest body was actually my least healthiest body I was like super on antidepressants it was right after the I believe the Manchester bombing at her concert and she I wasn't eating she was like I wasn't eating right and like I personally feel the most healthy I've ever been I might look skinnier but I'm I'm healthier and again one of those situations where we gotta stop we got we we can't keep doing this of going into celebrities lives like it's not my business what she does she got skinnier cool it's not like insanely bad i think it's a whole another conversation to talk about people how people even in personal lives and aside from celebrities talk about people's weight and things online and i thought we have learned from Chadwick Boseman when he got super skinny and everybody was going on him and then we all found out that he was you know dying of cancer so I thought we stopped that but apparently we are still doing this so once again the internet being insane speaking of insanity on the internet we're gonna slide into our next topic and I think this was a really good way to slide into this topic because <laughs> A lot of this cesspool comes from Twitter. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Twitter. Also, follow me on Twitter while you're here. While it's still a thing, who knows by the time this premiere episode comes out, it might not even be a thing anymore. <laughs> like imagine, I'm like, follow me on Twitter and then it's like disappeared by May. Because that could really much be a case at this point. Um, but it's, it's ITS, Tati Marie, by the way. I tweet funny things. But it's funny because I... If you don't know, which you probably know by now, Elon Musk bought Twitter back in the end of 2022, and it's been kind of a disaster of a platform since. I think when he inherited it, he wasn't he wasn't aware or he didn't realize how in debt Twitter was and that Twitter wasn't really making money, but the people behind it were like not too disappointed in that. But since he's had it, it's been it's been a mess. Recently, um he decided to remove blue check marks from anybody verified unless they're paying for his Twitter Blue subscription service. As part of Twitter Blue, you get a blue check mark, which blue check marks, verified check marks, were originally in place so that we can identify celebrities, the celebrity accounts, and journalists, verified journalist accounts from people trying to pretend to be them. And now that it's no longer a thing, verified, being verified doesn't matter. But with that, and I can't believe he still went through with this after the initial takedown of this, I believe it was either early January or late December where they did this. They gave anybody a blue check mark and everybody started impersonating companies. And guess what's about to happen and what's been happening again? The amount of times I've seen Deadline Hollywood and it wasn't Deadline Hollywood making the comment <laughs> because nobody's verified. Um, businesses who want to be verified have to pay a thousand dollars a month, um, which is insane. It's ridiculous. I professionally work in social media, which is a really, really weird thing to say. I know I professionally work in social media and like in public media. So like the hearing that, like the company was like, absolutely not. We're not 
going to pay a thousand dollars and we're not going to encourage fellow stations to also pay a thousand dollars and i wanted to get into this topic i didn't think it was big enough for a full episode but i wanted to talk about it is this topic of npr which you don't know is a national public radio i should know what this is it's my job but um versus twitter so essentially with Elon taking over Twitter, if you don't know, Elon's really more on the right wing side, more conservative. He has really problematic ideals, which does not help with everything that's happening on Twitter right now, especially since they're deprioritizing, stopping hate speech and things like that. But he went online and he gave NPR and later PBS the title of state affiliated media. Now, this label is essentially scary for things like PBS and NPR, because if you're not aware, because it's something that people are still learning. Yes, PBR, PBR, NPR and PBS do get some money from the government, but it's like grants and it's like maybe two to five percent of their overall budget. Um, Anything that they say individually as platforms is not controlled by the government or um the government doesn't control what pbs or npr does so when they got these state affiliated media which the same people that the same accounts that got this for like russian outlets and um, china affiliated outlets who actually are completely run by the government and like have no hit they can't like don't have an opinion out of it it was really offensive to them because they're like we aren't influenced by the government yes we get money through grants but we're not totally funded by the government and the government does not influence what we do so npr stopped tweeting and later pbs did the same they stopped tweeting because of this and then elon tried to change it to government funded but that was still not good enough so npr released a statement that they were going to just completely stop using twitter because they felt that this was wrong in their books and they didn't believe that they should be labeled that and i i generally agree i think it's a dangerous label especially since we are on this narrative a lot of people believe that um npr and pbs should be defunded by the government even though if say the government stopped giving us money that's like five percent of what they do it's truly viewers like you like pbs likes to say so it's very interesting to see this sort of back and forth of personally Elon Musk not understanding it and instead of actually trying to learn and trying to process this correctly, he's taking the approach of, well, I'm right and I don't care and it's my company. I think the funniest part of this is that Twitter does not have a comms department. Um, a lot of people learn this when they're trying to get inquiries about the situation and Anytime that you try to talk to Twitter's press department, you'll get an auto reply of a poop emoji and that's it. You won't get anything because they don't have a PR department now. So you know what that means? Anybody can put Twitter on your resume. Anybody can put Twitter on your resume. So like you worked at Twitter for two years. Who's going to know? I'm just trying to help you guys out and get that resume boost. I am not encouraging fraud at all. But if you want to put Twitter as your resume, you can, you can do that. You can, I think you can do that. I don't think they're going to double check it. Okay. Um, (laughs) but yeah, uh, now we're back to it again. Um, a bunch of celebrities are no longer verified on Twitter because they refuse to pay the $8 
like principle and reasons and under honestly understandable i think the funniest thing to come out of this is elon musk has admitted that he's been personally paying for some celebrities like blue check marks like lebron james who famously was like i do not care just take away the blue check mark and then lebron lebron james rejected the fact that he he's like then just take it off i don't care which i find hilarious like that's so embarrassing um, and also including that the White House was like, we're not paying a thousand dollars where the White House were crying out loud. Like we need to be verified. Like it's, it's a, it's national security that if we're not, <laughs> it's so like, this is going to set as such a dangerous president because somebody's going to pretend to be like a journalist and then find out they aren't a journalist. But yeah, um, I just like to end this segment with a moment of silence to all those especially the smaller creators that lost their blue verification marks. This one's for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like, I was doing the moment of silence and then I had a hiccup and it, you know, uh, maybe that that's the equivalent of what Elon Musk would do for you. So just know that I acknowledged it. <laughs> Lastly, also speaking of Twitter, see these transitions, they're smooth. They're smooth like butter. Twitter is a big part of this last story that I want to talk about because there's definitely been opinions and there's definitely been actions that have happened because of Twitter. What's this? We're going to talk about the various and abnormal amount of reboots that have been taking place <laughs> in the past, I don't know, couple weeks. Like the announcements for reboots have been insane. I think... So on my list here, I'm like looking at my like outline slash script. Just Disney alone has announced Frozen 3, I believe Toy Story 5, Moana um, with the original cast members, which I'm look when it comes to a reboot, I'm going to need uh, like a reboot slash live action sort of thing. I'm going to need y'all to give them at least a minimum of like. 10 years because i don't think moana came let me we're live looking this up when did moana come out um 2016 it's only been seven years i'm gonna need y'all to give it a minimum of 10 to 15 years before we talk talking about lives like people still remember moana exists like i think one thing like the little mermaid it came out so long ago that a reboot or like a live action version of it makes kind of sense you know, and it's a different twist on the story because you are telling it from the perspective of a black woman mermaid. But like, I, I'm i glad the original cast is coming back. And honestly, by the time that it's finished because of CGI and things like that and work schedules, it probably will be out after, at like 10 years. But like, we need to stop. Toy Story, I just watched all four Toy Stories with my little sister. We're good. They ended it perfectly. It doesn't need to be another one. Like, what are they going to do now? I honestly, like, what else could those toys do? Like, they've done everything at this point. I don't understand. Like, we can end it. It's okay. I think the, like, Andy grew up. <laughs> Andy went to college. Andy did so much. Bonnie's going to be in college by the time they finish. Like, I can't do this anymore. Frozen, I don't even know what they're going to do with Frozen. So we're just going to skip over that. And then... The one that's kind of been in controversy, and I'm not going to talk too much about this because I'm going to talk about it more in depth in a future episode, but <laughs> has been Lilo and Stitch. 
So Lilo and Stitch, you don't know, it's a movie with a blue alien. Uh, it's personally one of my favorites from my childhood. I love Lilo and Stitch. I love the series. Um, Stitch is one of my favorite Disney characters, uh, especially in Disney Dreamlight right now. Like I literally just have Stitch follow me around everywhere. So I love Lilo and Stitch. So I was very intrigued when they decided that they were going to make this a movie, a live action, because it can go a couple ways. I think it's going to be interesting. And I was hoping that they talk about more of the cultural island aspect of like Hawaii and especially with the faces of tourism right now and what a lot of native Hawaiians are saying about that. But um, there's been a lot of controversy, <laughs> especially with Twitter, because one day released Lilo and Lilo's like a child. I'm not going to talk about the casting of a child, but she's cute. Like that's, that's it. She's like seven. So I mean, Lilo's going to be Lilo. She's native Hawaiian. So I have no complaints other than that. But again, she's under 18. I think the casting that's truly gotten Twitter on their rocker is the casting of Nala and David, which if you don't know, and I've like when, especially when I was little, I always perceived Nala as, I mean, when I was little, I knew they were Hawaiian, but I more perceived her as like dark skinned and like older sister figure and like coded semi-coded as black I don't know that was me when I was like five I now understand like her ethnicity and stuff like that but (laughs) they released the casting for it and it's um it's quite white I'm just gonna yeah it's very interesting because (laughs) Twitter ate it like they tore them apart um But recently, uh, again, something that I'm going to talk about in another episode, but I am aware that David's casting has changed within the past couple days of me recording this um, because of some controversial tweets. (laughs) Not tweets. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep that in because I want to be aware that I I correct. It wasn't tweets. It was um, a controversial Spotify playlist that I'll leave you to look up. I will mention it more again in another episode, but let's just say that this man should be been vetted a little bit better by Disney and I'm needing him to look people up. But the new casting of David is great. He's great. Um, and now a lot of people are trying to get Nala, Nani. I keep saying Nala and Nani. I'm getting confused. Recast it. So I'm interested to see that um, once this episode goes up in two weeks, what (laughs) if that actually happened or if that's a thing and if it did happen I'll update it on my Instagram and like you know give the 411 but yeah other than that I'm gonna wrap this up with Disney's not the only one who's decided to get into the reboot game Twilight is coming back as a TV series and so is Harry Potter now with Twilight I don't know how accurate the books are and all that stuff and I've heard things about Stephanie Meyer especially with her perception of black vampires so I'm not gonna get into into that. Harry Potter now I've seen all the movies at least once and I I will say I'm not gonna say I've read the books because I have not read the books I'm, I'm going to be honest here. So I cannot speak from the mind of a Harry Potter fan, super fan. But what I can say is why are we doing this again? <laughs> I hope you didn't hear my laundry just finishing. Um, why are we doing this again? There's no need to do this again. We are... <laughs> Twilight is... <laughs> 
because that's why like, Harry Potter, like they did the movies. I, from what I've heard, for the most part, they've been really accurate with how they perceived in the books. Like, of course, there are some changes, and people are interested to see how they do that. And like, was Hermione possibly could be a person of color and things like that? It's not like the Percy Jackson movies where the author had no involvement in those, and so that the, the, the depiction was really inaccurate. And now that they're doing the series, he has like hands on. I think that's different, and I think that's like he had he deserves a chance to like get a second. I don't think J.K. Rowling needs to be given any more chances considering all the things she has said in the past couple of years um she's uh very transphobic um it just won't back down from it it's kind of embarrassing at this point and now she's getting executive producer rights on a new harry potter thing that's gonna make her more money and honestly at this point i think she just resents the fact that the cast hates her i i literally i even tweeted this when they announced that J.K. Rowling was going to serve as a per executive producer on this new upcoming Harry Potter TV series, I said, and I quote, is this because the entire cast turned against her so she wants a new one? Because why else? Why else would she want this? <laughs> or like more money, of course. But like at the end of the day, I feel like it's fine. We don't need to do this. I want new stories, but also... In solidarity for the writer strike, which by the time this episode comes out, we will know that if Hollywood writers are going to be striking or not. And this podcast and me as a girly that wants to write for television one day is in solidarity for that. So we support writers and their ability to want to get paid more. And it seems like a lot of these reboots and television things are going to be put on hold because of that. So I'm very interested to see if this writer strike happens how many of these reboots are going to make it out of that drawing phase at the end of the day and with that i think that's a good place to stop for this episode if you like this podcast and you want to hear more from me on a weekly basis and some of my friends as we bring in more guests for the remainder of this season you can subscribe on whatever you listen to apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. You can follow our Instagram, which is Pop a Melanin Podcast, our Twitter, which may or may not still be there, a Pop a Melanin Podcast. And then you can follow me, the host, if you like me a lot. It's it's I T S Tati T A T Y Marie on Twitter and Instagram. So I am that on both platforms. Also, last thing. If you like the podcast, rate the podcast. I am fine with any sort of feedback. So if you got any ideas, suggestions, if you want to be a guest, let me know. Um, you can rate hopefully five stars because you're a star in my eyes and that would be six stars if you rate it five. Anyways, thank you so much for watching or listening and so sort of watching or listening because we're a video now and I'll see you next week. Bye.